I'm gonna go ahead and just start on episode three. So it's still uh, July 26th. So on episode two, that last like 30 second clip or whatever that was this morning. Um, I just had a thought, and like this might be a five minute thought. This might be a 15 minute thought. Who knows? But like, I just had this whole tumultuous thought about whether or not like I was thinking about Ryan Sickler's podcast, The Honeydew, and how he named it after the melon you know, the honeydew melon or whatever, and then I just heard honeydew, like, sweetest honeydew or something in a song, and I just was wondering, like, you know how record labels, and maybe you don't, but, like, record labels will pay radio stations for, uh, for airtime for their songs, similar to, like, uh, film producers will buy screen time from movie theaters, things like that, you know, in, like, the most simplest layman's terms. I wonder if, like, whoever owns the Honeydew Melon Market owns, like, they buy share, like, buy uh, table table space on diner tables. Because who eats those things? I don't know a single person who actually eats, like, the Honeydew Melon. And Ryan Sickler was saying that he named his podcast that, loosely explaining how... Like, he was walking through a diner and just, like, noticed that all the honeydew le- honey- honeydew melon was left on the tables at, like, every table. And then I can't remember what his, uh, like, philosophical connection was to the honeydew melon and why he named his podcast that. Um, but I just wonder, like, does the person that owns the honeydew melon market buy table time? Because nobody eats them. It's like the damn, just like the song that nobody likes that keeps playing on the radio until you like it, like, it's just always put out on the table, and always with your food, and nobody wants to eat it, or maybe we're just not giving it enough of a chance, um, who knows, I'm on my way to Allie's house, we're gonna go celebrate, so what we're gonna do today, by the time this comes out, we'll have already celebrated, and I will have already entered, uh, the second half of my road trip, but, um, I got her her batteries for her, I can't say what the present is, but I can tell you that the, I got the batteries for the thing that was supposed to be for our, for our outdoor adventure today, which we're not really having, so it's all good, but, uh, yeah, and then I got, like, $100 worth of pre-roll Delta 8, uh, joints or whatever, And what we're going to do is we're going to go day drink a little bit. We're going to get her hair done. And then um, we're going to go back to her house and watch this silly goose movie that Tim Dillon was talking about called The White Dwarf. And I don't really know what it's about. I didn't want to, like, spoil it for myself. So I didn't watch it. Um, I really didn't read anything on it either. But Tim Dillon just said it's supposed to be super, super funny when you're violently high. So hopefully these pre-roll joints are pretty good enough. Uh, Delta 8, whatever the hell is not the illegal marijuana, whatever. I don't know. Am I incriminating myself by talking about this? I don't think so. Because I bought them from a store in Tennessee. So I think it's legal. Um, that's what I'm doing. And that's where we're going. Oh no, this guy's car broke down, I guess. What, what are we doing here, buddy? You just threw your damn flashers on and you stopped and started like idling as if you weren't going anywhere and like I don't know Ugh, I hate people dude I can't stand people there's too many there I said it I said it 
I know everybody else has said it, but there's still too many. I thought this pandemic was supposed to eradicate some. But it hasn't. So, what are we going to do about it? Nothing. Other than just complain about it. On a uh, forum in which someone else can listen and also agree or disagree or continue to listen or continue to turn it off and listen to something different. Um... So yeah, so that's what we're going to do. I have not heard from anonymous firefighting cowboy today yet other than like a mass snap that I'm choosing to ignore cuz I hate mass snaps, but whatever. I ain't going to complain to him about it if he listens to this. God forbid he starts listening around to this thing. Um I'll figure it out. If not, it will just it will just continue to turn me off until I decide I don't want to deal with it anymore. And that's on growth and maturity. That's on desiring a healthy relationship. Because um, God help me if I don't always feel like I have to tell somebody that they're bothering me. So I'm working on just accepting other people's behaviors and understanding that I don't have to. Un- I don't have to. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? I don't have to appreciate somebody else's behaviors or whatever. Um, but I certainly don't have to feel the need to correct it or vocalize how badly it annoys me. When in reality, like, I'm probably just choosing to let it annoy me. Like, I'm just choosing to be annoyed about something, maybe. I don't want to gaslight myself, but, like, maybe that's just what I do sometimes like I just want to be upset or I want to experience some sort of emotion or something so I just choose to be irritated or like mad when in reality I'm just frustrated with myself all the time who knows I keep doing that little singing thing and it's just because I poked a little small this morning so but I'm almost at Allie so this will be like part six or whatever episode three and we're going to get better about doing these just, like, all at once and doing, like, a long-standing forum. But I'm, I'm kind of liking this little mix-up of just sporadically putting a bunch of segments together, keeping y'all posted on the days. And um, until I get comfortable enough to be able to talk this long, you know? And maybe on a road trip, or maybe on the road trip, when I have longer than just, like, 20 minutes to formulate thoughts, write them down, and then put them all together, I'll do that. But we're still figuring it out. And I'm proud of us for figuring it out together. So thanks for being here. I'll come back on. If not tomorrow, then within the next couple of days while I'm driving. Sayonara. So today starts our trip to St. Louis. And um, I think yesterday I got on and talked about the honey melon, <clears throat> honeydew melon market. I, uh, I had this thought this morning at the gas station. Um you know, we just expect people to, like, remember us, dude, and I don't know who they're, I mean, I guess I know who, me, like, who thought, I don't know why I thought that, like, the lady that sees probably thousands of people per day, every day, and has real regulars, would remember, like, me that comes in there, I don't know, maybe once a month, a couple times a month, whatever, and... I just, like, made a comment or something and was like, what, you don't remember me? And then I stopped and said to myself, like, oh, my God, how annoying. Like, that's the most annoying 
response, rebuttal, like anything. Like that is just the most annoying thing to say to somebody. Oh, what's my name? Or, oh, you don't remember me? It's like, no, of course not. And obviously, like, thanks. Now I feel stupid. And I have so many friends that are just like afraid to let somebody so mad my alarm went off in the middle of that and that's why i need to get serious about buying podcast equipment i uh i was talking about what was i talking about um oh the most annoying response ever being like or saying to somebody how oh you don't remember me no of course not and i have so many friends that they do like they get nervous about admitting that they don't remember somebody or what have you and you know what I say I say hey no I don't what's your name like what's your name Tony fuck you Tony (laughs) um yeah I I throw in the towel as soon as somebody recognizes that I don't remember them and for the most part like a lot of times it's I do remember and I remember exactly all the interactions that we've had your name is just slipping my mind Because I haven't said it to you or at you in months, weeks, years, whatever. And how rude of someone to presume or assume that you remember them. Like, be more memorable. You know, I should have been more memorable to the gas station attendant. Maybe I should have tipped her. Maybe I should have been nicer. Maybe I should have bought more stuff. Maybe I should come see her more often. And maybe she would remember me. Likewise, maybe if whatever, you know, like if just whatever, all those things. So I'm going to St. Louis. Um, I found out <laughs> I'm a lunatic. I, I hate like admitting my craziness, but you know, sometimes it just naturally comes out. And man, if I didn't like put Benson as my number one as an anonymous firefighting cowboy as my number one snapchat friend to see if I was his we are we're number one besties on snap so I'm gonna go ahead and put Allie back so that way he sits at the top (laughs) or he sits in number two place um because Allie deserves that number one spot but yeah I'm about to pull up to the house I just had that one thought um and there's a story there was a oh I wanted to tell you guys about my underage drinking And what time was my earliest drinking excursion? It was 8 a.m. for anybody that's wondering. I think actually we might have started at 6.30. We might have woke up, cracked beer at 6.30 a.m., packed up the car, and then really started hammering down at 8 o'clock. But I want to tell you guys that I want to talk about it when I come back. Um, I'll be talking more probably today along the, the, the car ride to St. Louis. And, um, so yeah, (laughs) that's all I got for right now. Gosh, I'm so frustrated this morning. And like, I had a whole 10 minute segment of me driving into Nashville. Um, and it's a whole thing and I'll explain it here in a second, but I had a whole thing of me just, and it was like horns honking and me yelling at people And me just not maintaining composure while driving. So I just deleted it and said to hell with it. And I'm admitting I did. I deleted a whole 10 minutes without clipping it or editing. 
because I told you guys I wasn't going to clip and edit. Like, if anything, I'm just going to delete a whole 10 minutes worth of talking and start over. So that's what I did. Sorry if you can hear Chief in the background today because he just will not breathe normal. Poor guy. I don't know what's wrong with him, but he's been watered and he's cooled off. So I don't I don't really know why he's being like that. Um, but I, I'm just so frustrated today and it just, it started this morning waking up three hours before my alarm was supposed to go off, which I'm like, I wasn't mad about because I was like, great, I'll have plenty of time. I'll be able to breathe. I won't be stressed out. I won't be rushed. I'll be able to go work out, which I did obviously, um, like you heard and whatever, all that was fine. Until it dawned on me that this conversation that I had with my dentist's receptionist either yesterday or the day before, I think it was two days ago, on Monday, so today's Wednesday, Monday, I had a conversation on the phone with a receptionist about trying to schedule not only, like, to get my brackets or anchors off of my teeth for my aligners, but also to get my teeth whitened, because I really want them whitened. And I understand that those have to be two separate appointments. So I I wanted to call ahead, give a month of a heads up and say, hey, like, if the first appointment goes great, then like, let's also same day, same week, get my teeth whitened. So that way I can go and not have to worry about coming back again. And it was confusion back and forth, blah, 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 give us a call back. So I call back doesn't answer so I leave a voicemail and then she's texting me because the dentist will text saying okay well we can move your appointment and it dawned on me like no you didn't even set up a whitening appointment you just moved my anchor appointment from it was supposed to be on like a Thursday and I have to leave that Thursday night so get my anchors taken off that Thursday instead get them taken off Tuesday and that gives me 48 hours to get my teeth whitened but she didn't schedule the, the whitening appointment. So if we get to Tuesday, everything looks good and I can take these anchors off. Well, now we're going to have to wait until I get back to schedule a whitening appointment. Whereas we could have just had both appointments scheduled in the worst case scenario. I canceled the whitening. Long story short. I say long story short. It really isn't that long of a story. So I'll tell you all the details. The receptionist just never scheduled whatever, like I've said. And, uh, went in or called this morning and said you know I'd like to schedule this appointment so that way it's on the books and whatever and or I want to make sure that that appointment got scheduled I think we left off pretty squirrely the other day and of course the receptionist today says yeah no like you don't have a whitening appointment and I go well can we schedule that and again it was some confusion but I was like, well, I, I want this done. Like, why does this have to be so hard? Like, why, can I, why, why, can't, why can't I call and say, I want two appointments, please. I want one appointment for this. And I want one appointment for that. And if this doesn't go the way this is supposed to go, then we, sh- we will cancel that. But let's schedule this and that in the event that this goes well. So that can happen. And it just can't be that way for whatever reason. So then this morning, well, did you get the toothpaste? Well, nobody told me on Monday that I needed a magical toothpaste. 
what is this toothpaste? She goes, well, this is a prescription grade toothpaste to protect your teeth from sensitivity and yada, yada, yada. Which, okay, great. Well, how do I get that? How long do I need to use it for? Two weeks I need to use it for, which is the entire time I'm gone. Starting today. To which I reply, well, I've already started driving west towards St. Louis. How am I supposed to come and get this magical toothpaste in time? Well, looks like we're not going to be able to do it. And, you know, you can do the whitening on your own. We can just send you home. We'll make the trays. You go home and do it. To which I replied, no, 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 no. I don't want to do that because guess what? I have something on three days after the Thursday. After that is was supposed to be scheduled for. Then I want my teeth white for. How long does the self-teeth whitening take? Two weeks. Well, no, we don't have time for that. So how do we get you to instantaneously wipe my teeth before I need them to? With or without this magical toothpaste? She says, well, you can't get this magical toothpaste on Amazon. It's got to be, you got to get it from in here. To which, of course, I then reply, well, how do I get it from there to here? She kindly suggests mailing it. Where, where, am I, where, she, where can she mail it to? And I say, I'm in a different city every night for the next two weeks. So again, how do I get this magical toothpaste to make this magical teeth whitening appointment happen? For both of us. I'm not just doing this for you. I'm doing this for me too. Now, again, I'm not speaking with the same receptionist yet that I spoke with on Monday. So she says, well, maybe if you can find somebody, you know, if, if whatever... If you find somebody to come in and pick it up for you, they can mail it to you. And I go, well, so you guys can't mail it? No. Okay, well, I'll call back and let you know if I can get somebody else somebody else to come in and pick it up. So I call Mitzi. Mitzi says she can do it. But then I think to myself, well, I call back and I say, well, I, I have somebody that can come in and then mail it to me. To which the receptionist who I spoke with on Monday answered the phone. And says, we can just throw it in the mail for you here. Now I say, why did the last person explain to me like that wasn't a good idea? Oh no, we can we can definitely send it from here. Just where are you going? Is this still your address? 529, whatever. Which I probably shouldn't have given you guys the first, the first three digits. There's five digits, but the first three digits of my house number, but whatever. Um... And I go, yeah, that's my home address, but, like, no, you can't send that there. I'm going to be in a different city. Where are you going to be? Well, I'll be in a different city every night. How long does the shipping take? Well, I'm just going to give it to the postmaster, so it'll be whatever the normal post office shipping is. And I go, well, can you can't tell me that? Oh, no. I just hand it to him. So I go, okay, I guess I'll call you back for a shipping address. So I call back. It is now the original receptionist from today. And I just said, I've got a shipping address. I hope it gets there in time. She goes, well, if it doesn't, then, like, you're shit out of luck. I go, okay, so what's my other option? She goes, well, you can come back and get it. I go, I want you to understand if I come back and get this, it's an extra two hours tacked on of driving to my day, and I'm probably going to be late to my show. Which wasn't the truth, but I was letting her know that there is a potential now for me to be late on her accord course to which she replied we'll do our best like whatever we'll have it ready for you when you get here so I get there and I walk in 
And this whole 10-minute segment that I deleted beforehand was basically me being like, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to knock ahead. I'm going to ask Leslie, what the fuck? Like, what is happening? Yada, yada, yada. So I go in there. She's not sitting there. I walk in and I go, hi. I go, hey, so sorry. Pardon us or whatever. And I go, yeah, I'm just curious who I spoke to on Monday. And they both, like, silently point at the chair to the other woman that I guess works behind the desk. And they're like, we're so sorry. And I'm like, I, I just, it's so inconvenient. And she's like, well, when are you leaving? I go, I'm, I was already one hour out of town, one and a half hours out of town. I had to drive all the way back. And now I have to drive another hour. Like, I'm actually, yeah, it's like three hours extra of driving. She's like, we're so sorry. We're going to give you a discount on the, the whitening and yada, yada. Which I'm like, I'm not even, I don't care about that. Just, like, do it right. Like, make sure this doesn't happen again. This was so inconvenient. So, I summed up the last uh, 10-minute segment with, you know, it just took 10 10 minutes too much of my energy. And honestly, it was a whole hour before I even started talking at the podcast thing. But here's another 10 minutes of energy I wasted on it. Which, honestly, I should just light one up and smoke. I'm so... I could talk about a lot of things. I wanted to talk about other things today anyway. But I'm going to set my phone up here on the dash. And hopefully it doesn't adjust the sound too much and I, if it does you guys know I'm sorry you know I I've, we're working with what we have for right now and hopefully it works well it's all we can pray for yesterday we celebrated Allie's birthday which I said in the first or second segment of this episode um it was fun I was so happy that I got to spend time with her I'm disappointed in myself that like I just hope how excited I was showed through to Allie and like, cause I'm not, I'm just not a good, I'm not a good birthday celebrator and I never have been and it gets like sad, whatever. Um, but I don't know. There's just all, there's been something since I was really young and I, I wish I could pinpoint the exact moment, but at some point, at some, some time, I just, I don't know, I got sick of, I think I I mentioned this before, maybe earlier, but like, I either, like my birthday was either a disappointment, I made somebody else's birthday a disappointment, or like, farther down the road, it became disappointing that, you know, we did this, or we, we shared that, or I bought this, or you bought me that, and, and then two years later, we're not friends anymore, or six months later, we're not friends anymore. Which, and I I don't regret losing any of the friends that I've lost or, like, any of the... I don't regret any of that, but it's just, like... I don't know. I got accustomed to not celebrating anybody's birthday. I just text my parents, happy birthday, because I'm too broke to send them flowers or whatever, and they don't want anything anyway. I do the same thing with my brother for the most part. I get my nephew's stuff for my parents, get my nephew's stuff for me, and then put my name on it, which sounds so bad, but, like whatever whoever listens listens and they find out the truth about everything now (laughs) you know and I just I hope and pray that Allie really did enjoy the birthday celebration that we got to share together because I I had a lot of fun and I'm so happy that I got to see her not only for her birthday because selfishly like when's the next time I get to celebrate Allie's birthday with her just her and I but also before I leave you know, and I've thought a lot about that on this road trip. 
not to really jump down this rabbit hole. Hold on. Let me light this sucker up so we keep it light. Hold on. Give me a sec. How are you guys doing today? Are you guys thankful for anything? Let's count our blessings. Let's all be happy that we don't all have to have magical toothpaste to brush our teeth. That is not only like 1.5 hours out of the way. Go ahead, man. Yep. Go ahead. Yep. But also... care if I smell like smoke we're hot boxing it up I'm just gonna have to ash it every once in a while but I can probably no I don't have a plastic bottle to do that in I'm just gonna have to ash it every one every once in a while so here's the heads up I'll try I'll try to start giving you guys gosh I can't speak I will try to start giving you guys a heads up when I know it's gonna be loud whether it's in the description I might put like after the 20 minute mark mark the volume kind of goes up and down or whatever until we get it figured out I, I love these car talks because it gives me something to do while I'm driving, but I don't know how to set up a podcast microphone and everything. So I'm glad this is working. Maybe I can just... That side. But I definitely don't have a water bottle in here to ash out in. But um, yeah, I've thought about that a lot on this trip. That anything could happen. Literally anything could happen. And not to get like, not to make myself emotional or anything, but you know, in the event something does happen. I got to spend my last day with Allie at home and my dog. I got to feel like I was kind of in love you know, which is exciting. And all that's really real, you know? So with all that being said, I, I'm just, I hope that Allie also enjoyed it for whatever reason she enjoyed it for. The movie sucked. <laughs> the movie sucked. We did get pretty high. We got pretty stoned, you know? Um, and it was just a weird... I thought it was going to be more dramatic, and it wasn't. It was just very slow, very not fun. There was, like, a random alien at one point that looked funny, but, like, eh. You know, but we sat in the hot tub for two hours and ate pizza and... Which honestly would have been like my perfect birthday. I don't even know why. Allie is like the most selfless person. Like we spent her birthday celebrating. <laughs> like doing what I like to do. Kind of. Which was drinking. And like getting her hair done. And in a hot tub. Eating pizza. And doing drugs. <laughs> and I say doing drugs. or smoking weed. But like. How funny. I'm going to move my phone out of the sunlight. Hopefully you guys can still hear me good over here. And, um, so yeah, that was really the only thing I was disappointed with. And I said that to her first before I said it on here. To which, of course, she replied, like, she didn't hate any part of it. Like, nothing about yesterday was not fun for her. But my own insecurities. 
my own insecurities. Fire. Let's see. Sorry for the ash. Do it for the ash. Um, so yes, I'll go to St. Louis tonight. It's St. Peter's, which is just north of St. Louis if you're from the area. Here comes another ash window down. about later I'll, I'll check back in and do another little segment here but today's Wednesday the 26th it is 10 a.m. and I'm rolling to st. Peter's Missouri baby Woo! just so that my head's on square um, we are on car talks 10 episode 3 I'm leaving st. Louis on my way to Iowa City I love things that rhyme. I love when a good, like, rhyme comes together. You know? Like, when it just... It rhymes perfect. Um, last night's show went well. I had a great time. I, uh, I think I'm gonna hold my phone when I talk to you guys now. Because I feel so bad having it so far away in the air conditioning and the sound of the road and everything. But I think it should be a pretty easy quiet drive. I'm, again, so sorry that the volume goes up and down. I, uh, yeah, the show went well. And then, oh, listen to me, yawn. And then I came back. Um, it was so busy. Like, I'm actually really surprised at how, how busy the room was. Like, last time I came, it was so empty. And this time it was really full. It was full starting right at like 5 o'clock. Boys were in there playing pool. Every pool table was taken up. People were on the dance floor. When I looked out, every table was taken up. Um, and then, of course, the damn dance floor got packed. I didn't mean to say damn, but I, it, that worked. The dance floor got packed as soon as I was done because the DJ started. So it was neat. It was very fun. I'm very thankful for uh, for Johnny over there at Diamond, Diamond Music Hall. Um... After, after the show, I hung out for a little bit and saw some friends that I hadn't seen in a while and uh, and went back to the hotel and was annihilated. And I talked to Anonymous Firefighting Cowboy for a little bit on the phone. And I'm pretty embarrassed. I think I was a little drunk. Gosh, I just hope he still likes me. <laughs> no, that boy loves me. What am I talking about? I need to be more confident. I need to be like, no, everybody loves me. Everybody appreciates my existence. What are we talking about? Um, I, uh, yeah, I talked to him for a little bit, and then I sat out by the fire pit. There were some folks out there. I honestly just wanted to sit outside and eat pizza and a salad. It was so nice outside, and um, these boys were sitting at the fire. Then, of course, like, ended up having a conversation or two. They were very sweet. Um, they weren't weird or nothing, which I'm very grateful for. And, of course, oh, to be on again, dude. I'm so good at this. Um, of course, like, how kind of them to walk over and make sure that a girl sitting outside by herself eating pizza and a salad is okay, you know? 
I always appreciate things like that. Some people, some people think it's so weird and it's fine. Like, but I'm also somebody that's like that, that will see somebody sitting alone and just, and God, do I hate the phrase? I'm somebody who I'm, I'm the kind of person that yada, yada. I hate those phrases so much also, but we're working with it. Um, I will also do that when I see somebody sitting alone, you know, especially in that kind of context. Now, if somebody's just sitting alone in a bar, I'll leave them alone. But like, if I just saw, if I was sitting out by the fire pit, I guess I'm not breathing correctly because I can't stop yawning. Um, if I saw somebody sitting alone, I'd just go over and say, Hey, you okay? You need something? Um, I'm glad I ate a whole pizza though. It's always fun. It's always fun to eat an entire Domino's pizza. I never have a bad time doing that. You know what I do have a bad time doing? yawning response like the bodily response to yawn is so obnoxious like sneezing like I understand the purpose it is to if you guys didn't know to yawn or while yawning your body is like trying to basically just like gas itself with oxygen as quickly and as as efficiently as possible either because a you're tired and your your body needs more energy And this is all, again, I'm not a biologist. I'm not spreading misinformation, though, either. I know that this is, like, essentially, in essence, true. Um, yeah, your body is looking for a quick hit of oxygen. Or, like, you're not breathing properly and bringing in all the oxygen that your your body needs. Um, so, yeah, yawning can not only from like exhaustion but also from just poor breathing habits I love I do love driving through this area of Missouri because like you can see like the interstate just cuts right through like you can see the neighborhoods that used to be and the bars that used to be on either side of the state road and how all these little businesses are just getting passed by every day of course of course there's an exit but really and logistically speaking, I don't think many people, and I shouldn't speak on behalf of many people. I don't think that people who operate as I do in a vehicle often enjoy getting off an exit, turning back around, backtracking. You know, if, it, if I had seen it from down the street or down the road and then took the exit and kept cutting forward... But I'm real hard-pressed unless I really, like, am, am tired or, or jonesing for a drink. Like, there's not a single way that I'm... I, I even have... I have a discrepancy with left turns. And this sounds crazy, but, like, I dated a guy once. Gosh, you guys are going to learn so much about me. I dated a guy once a long time ago, and part of his... Uh, part of his financial income... mowing lawns and he was mowing with this older gentleman that I guess would give him a lot of life lessons but one of those lessons that has stuck with me for so long is how uh, left turns just eat up so much time they really do and if you can avoid left turns 
uh, on your trip or on your travels, you're able to eliminate like a lot of time spent. Like if you can get off, or you can turn right and 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 pull up to a house on the right and then circle back on and hit the house on the left, whatever. Like it, it just for mowing purposes. Now for me, like when I get off the highway and take an exit, I always try to go to the right if the gas station allows. Like if there's a gas station to the right. Sometimes even if it's more expensive, depending on how much money I have. Um, speaking of not having a lot of money, looking at a lot of cash in my door that I need to deposit. Um, I'll probably think of more stuff here in a, in a hot minute. We got a good 10 minutes out of this one. Yeah, we'll see where the day takes us. If not, I'll uh, holler at you guys when I'm leaving Iowa City for you. It's in like five seconds. For me, it is tomorrow. So, yeah. Oh, I'm back so soon. Um, literally about a minute and a half after I just turned off the last one, I had this thought. Gosh, this is so much fun, by the way. That's a backup thought. But this is so much fun that I have my phone to talk to the entire time. I guess I should probably be vlogging or videoing this. But, um, man, this is so much fun. I, uh, I had this thought, like, so I have a, a, a Snapchat video pen pal from Australia. His name's Trent, and he's so fun. It's, like, it's amazing to just, like, I guess see what Australia's like. And I just really have a good time, I don't know, like, seeing what the other, other side of the world is like. And I do have, God, I have this aspiration. Like, it just hit me so hard in the chest that I'm having a hard time verbalizing it. And this is going to happen a lot, too. I have this really weird, I think it's because I haven't cried enough as a person, like, as a human being. I just, like, stopped crying at the age of, like, eight. But I, uh, I get really emotional thinking about things that, fascinate me I guess I don't know I just get this knot in my chest and it feels like I'm gonna cry and I have to talk through it and I could cry I guess but like my face starts getting all wrinkled and I just start smiling and I shove it down in there like a real man uh, <laughs> but man I would love I would love so badly and I thought that that was taken away like I thought that option to be able to see another place other than the United States which the United States has everything I need I'm going to go there and be like, oh, it looks just like here. How crazy. <laughs> but, of course, the people are irreplaceable. And and a lot of the history and, and things like that, maybe the, the wildlife, the vegetation things, I'm, I'm also intrigued by. But um, I had a thought. Gosh, I'm going to have to listen back to this and, and find out what it was. But I just think it's so neat. And um, Trent in Australia and wanting to see this place. And then I got a little emotional thinking about how badly I want to go to Australia and how possible it is and um I had another thought and I'm really trying to flip back through the Rolodex to find it but uh I tell everybody about Trent my Australian pen pal my Australian snap pal <laughs> he's like number three it's literally Allie is number one on my snapchat top six which if you're not familiar with chap snatch um <laughs> 
it's just a social media app where you send photos and videos and messages back and forth, but like it doesn't post them publicly. You just have conversation via photo or video or message. And, um, so yeah, I tell everybody about my Australian pen pal and how cool it is. And I just said to him, Oh, I think this was my initial thought when I got on here. Like I just said, you know, how silly goose am I to ask? But I just asked him like, do you guys let your dogs heads out the window? when you're driving in the car do you even put your dogs in the car because I'm learning that there are so many things that are so different and so simple so simply different and then there's so much that's exactly the same so I start thinking like and I used to do this as a kid in school I guess too I would pick on teachers and, and piss them off because I'd be like well that painting depicts George Washington in a, a ringy ding rowboat a little wooden like I can fix that holes looking ass rowboat literally uh, swimming rowing through with like six dudes as big as my car like as big as my little Hyundai Sonata so let's put that in perspective across the Delaware on Christmas morning and there's like icebergs and glaciers and damn white caps oh my you know like the damn the river now, if you don't get that reference, that's lions and tigers and, tigers and bears. Oh, my. Um, I, <laughs> I just, I, and I would say to Mr. Ingraham, my social studies teacher, my AP European history teacher, to be exact, because that, that does make a difference in this, in this story. And I said, Mr. Ingraham, and I liked Mr. Ingraham, and he liked me, but he would get so frustrated with me because I would ask questions like, how, how visually accurate is this? painting like is this just like propaganda could this technically be considered propaganda since there's no there's absolutely no way to justify this painting like there's no way that eight men if that's even the number it might have been 12 I'm just going off of mere uh, recollection here but is like, is it real? And obviously it's not. So, like, how is this propaganda? And he would say no. I go, okay, but how? Like, teach me how this painting isn't an example of propaganda. And if it is not, then what is it? And it, we ended up having, like, a 30-minute... My classes were an hour and, like, 30 minutes long. We would have two 45-minute blocks put into one class. Um, and being in an, an, an advanced principal, whatever, AP, you know, United States history, social studies instructor couldn't tell me. And he goes, well, I wasn't there. I go, I get that. But like, you can look at this painting and see how historically inaccurate it has to be just based off of mere physics. Like, I believe the, the, the river was that roaring in on December the 25th. Uh, 1776. Again, I love a good rhyme, dude. December the 25th, 1776. Whatever that day was supposed to be, allegedly it was Christmas Eve or Christmas morning. And, sorry, I was driving by a tractor-trailer driver and they make me so uncomfortable because they start swinging their trucks over because they're looking into my fishbowl of a car looking at my legs. And that's also true. Can't make that up, but yeah, so Mr. Ingraham and I had a very long conversation about it, and it landed on, I don't know, which is so 
Mm, it's so frustrating as an, as somebody that wants to understand and wants to know. Because, yeah, like, again, the river was probably roaring and the white caps were probably capping and the icebergs and glaciers were probably floating. But there's no way that George Washington could have possibly been in a little wooden rinky-dink rowboat. And then I went, how did they get the boat? They're on horseback. Where did this boat come from? Did they build it? Because I know no cell phones back in 1776. Did they chop down trees and build this boat? This little uh, 20 foot by six foot rowboat with the oars? Or did they just use big sticks and branches? How did they do it? And how long, how far across was the Delaware? They couldn't have just hop, skipped, and thrown themselves across? So this is where the conversation went to. This guy, such a bad driver. That's allegedly, uh, allegedly, that's essentially like where the conversation went. And like, I still never was satisfied by any response given. Why did you just cut me off? You literally just fucking got over on the wrong side of the road, honking my horn at him. Big dummy. Sorry, I'm throwing my hands in the air. You can't see it, but I'm throwing my hands in the air. Cut me off for no reason. Big tractor trailers. I hate them. And sorry, Trent, you're going to end up listening to this. But... God, they just are so bad here now. And I think that there used to be... My grandmother used to date a, a tractor-trailer driver. And I think that there used to be some dignity. Like, my grandmother would never would have dated a man. Well, <laughs> depends on who you ask, I guess. She's a saint. We can't talk about her in a bad way. So, for the sake of the story, my grandmother would never, ever date a man with zero dignity. Especially having children. And especially having grandchildren. And she dated a truck driver in 1994. 7 98 could have been 1999 could have been 2000 who knows don't remember I just remember her having a Big Mac truck in her driveway sometimes and now there's just too many that don't know what they're doing and I get it because they need them and maybe I should just be one and be the change that I want to see I'm driving up on a cute boy in a truck and I'm not going to look because I am occupied by this podcast and by an anonymous <laughs> firefighting cowboy. Um, I just, yeah, man, I want to know, like, I want to know the specific details that are different everywhere else. And I want to know what's the same. But then I sit back and I go, I really don't care. Like, I could never go to Australia I'd be okay. I think there'd be a piece of me that's like, I think, I think it wouldn't, my, my being in my existence wouldn't, it would be enhanced. It, it wouldn't be diminished if I never went, but I think it would be exponentially enhanced if I got to travel, but that doesn't seem to be an option in regards to the kind of relationship that I want to have with the man I want to have it with. Whether that's anonymous firefighting cowboy or whether that's any other 
long-standing relationship that I want to have. And maybe I just need to find the man that's going to travel with me. And I think that's all possible, too. So, all these things, I think I would choose love over traveling ever again. Just because I'm a cynically hopeless romantic. However, I, yeah, I, I just was thinking about all the places I could see. I want to go back to, to Europe again. I don't like not speaking the language, so I'd get really good at Spanish, I think. But again, like, I feel so uncomfortable listening to Spanish that, like, I don't know if I would want... Oh, God dang it. That oversized load truck is going too slow. Oversized load truck's going too slow. Another perfect rhyme. Okay, on that note, <laughs> I'm going to put the phone down and drive. And then Chief says, hey. And, uh, and I'll be back on here either later on today when I have another thought or tomorrow. Signing off. Be the change you want to see. This one might be a doozy, y'all. I have so much to talk to you about since yesterday. I was going to get back on within like five minutes of getting off the last segment. Uh, this is, I think, 12, episode three. And she would just sit down and sit still um so so much happened in that short amount of time including being invited to play the bluebird cafe which is a dream venue and like that whole tumultuous conversation that i want to talk about too but first i was just lis- listening to uh, tim Dillon again and if he didn't make like make a point that i've literally been consciously thinking and of course i can say that and you're like have you really like you're just telling us that you've been thinking about this but really somebody else verbalized it yes i am also i thought i broke these spy 50 50 you know reflective viper looking ass sunglasses but um i just broke the arm on them so i'm gonna continue to wear them with just like no arm on the side and uh i wish you guys could see me one day we'll do a visual too for like youtube or something but so yeah so i uh I was, I was having this thought already and then Tim just verbalized it and he made a great point that like there's something he used the metaphor or like the um the damn method of like imagine in your head you know pardon me I'm gonna clear my throat <clears throat> imagine in your head something that you want you got it there's something that you want that you can visualize, you can explain, you can describe uh, your senses, your kinetic and, and audio, audio, God, good Lord, this is going to be one of them days, I can't speak, um, that thing, you want it, it's in your head, you're thinking about it, we're talking about it. You don't actually want it. And he made the point that you don't actually want it and you just don't have the money to find out. And using Elon Musk as the, excuse me, the example, because Elon Musk had enough money to find out. He didn't want Twitter. And we all think, you know, and on a much smaller level, (laughs) I've been using that to like curb my diet. Like, 
oh, I think I want pizza, but I don't. And I started down the rabbit hole um, on that thought the other night while I, was, while I was eating a pizza. I'm like, I actually, like, I wanted this so bad. I was craving it. But I didn't actually want it. Once I was eating it, I'm like, this isn't even, like, enjoyable. And to further another point that Nikki Glazer made, like, the anticipation of, of wanting something, the, 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 the buildup of the desire and the lust or whatever that is, that's, that's what you're craving. You're craving that anticipation. It's like the angst you experience before the delivery guy shows up. But then once he shows up, you got to get up. Or once it's ready, you got to go get it. And now that's just food, right? I feel that same way. A lot of times about a lot of different things. Not even just food. Not even just working out. Not even just those like primitive, primitive luxuries that I, I'm fortunate and blessed enough to enjoy. I'm talking like career... I'm talking relationships, friendly, uh, interpersonal, whatever. Friendships. The best kind of ships, in my opinion. I'm talking all of those things. And I consciously recognize that. I'm sure I'm 127% certain that everybody feels that way. And maybe this is, again, common knowledge that I have just yet to consciously recognize. But I subconsciously recognized it and tried describing it in my own head the other day. And Tim was just talking about it. And he vocalized it for me so I could understand. Wow. Um, so, yeah, yesterday I got... Oh, excuse me. Oh, I'm not breathing good not tired I'm just not breathing good I am tired a little hungover too I was stupid I thought I could like (laughs) I thought I could get up at like six this morning and like go get breakfast and work out I went to bed at three and I set all my alarms from 6 a.m. all the way to 10 finally got up at like nine it's 11 15 so got up at like nine oh the silly goose that got woken up Every 15 minutes. And then finally, I I think I just shut my phone off or it died or something. But, yeah, I got invited to play the Bluebird Cafe. Which has been a venue since I started watching the show called Crazy Hearts Nashville. It was on Xfinity, Comcast, Verizon, whatever the TV company is that keeps changing names to confuse me. And originally was Adelphia. Adelphia.net, and then that turned into Verizon or something like that. I think it was Adelphia. That sounds weird as I say it, but I, I'm pretty sure it checks out. Um, gosh, there ain't nothing out here. Ain't shit or a lick but a Craig out here. I'm in the middle of Iowa. That might have been the countryest thing I've ever said. Ain't shit or a lick but a Craig. Um... In Vermont, we call Creeks Cricks. Over by the Creek. White Creek. That's a place. Um, 
but it is spelled C-R-E-E-K. So the Bluebird, yeah, so I used to watch this TV show called Crazy Hearts, and it was a reality show-esque. It wasn't like scripted uh, in the way that the show Nashville was scripted. And I'll say this, these reality shows, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. That's like the crystalline impression of the radio. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. <laughs> like a newscaster, broadcaster or something, like a spoiler alert. <laughs> I think his is a www, dot makes that whole joke um gosh what was I even talking about oh the reality show spoiler alert a lot of them a lot of them are scripted like very loosely or they're like definitely planned at least the producers have everything planned out who they're gonna make fall in love with each other who they're gonna date who they're gonna hate who they're gonna fight who they're gonna argue with what they're going to eat, what time they're going to use the restroom. I'm very odd about like bodily fluids and functions. I get very nervous about it, so forgive me <clears throat> for uh, saying using the restroom. But, and that's another thing too, I never used to be that way. Like my friends and me when we were growing up, like we were gross. We were disgusting. Like we would, like I don't even want to... <laughs> It's not even that crazy. Like, we would just fart and burp and whatever. And, like, we would be around each other naked. And, like, had no problem when we were 13, 14. We wouldn't do anything crazy. But, like, we'd pee around each other outside. Or, um, you know, like, talk about whatever. And my mom would always be like, you guys are so disgusting. Like, stop talking like that. Or stop talking about that. Or, like, don't do that. And... When I turned like 18 or 19, all of a sudden, all of a sudden I started yawning and I wasn't yawning before I started doing this. So I, I really must be like, while I'm, while I'm speaking, I'm not breathing enough. We're going to practice our breathing. So any hooser, I'm very odd about it. And when I turned 18 or 19, I got very bashful and shy about bodily fluids. Um, where was it going with all of this? It started with, oh, Crazy Hearts Nashville scripted, um, and producers flipping back through the Rolodex. Y'all, I got it. I got it. Um, producers for reality shows do script a lot of this stuff, and, like, it is casted for a reason, just like anything else, but it just seems more realistic. The camera... And the, the scening and things like that, they're, they're, I'm talking about things I don't know anything about, but you, you grasp the concept. Um, at any rate, the Bluebird Cafe, the show that I'm playing, was a very, uh, it was a big deal on that show. And it's a big deal in the show Nashville. And so much so that it, it has become, like, world famous. It's like the place to try to get a spot. Other than the Opry. It's the place to get a ticket to. If you just enjoy <clears throat> live music. 
and damn it, I got asked by one of the main characters from the show, Crazy Hearts Nashville, that I used to watch on Adelphia, Verizon, Comcast, Xfinity, whatever, when I was a kid, that my grandmother and I used to watch together, and that we would talk about, we'd talk about, you're gonna be there. You're gonna be up there singing your songs that you wrote, that people wanna listen to, while watching Jimmy Stanley play the, his songs on that stage and, and be a part of that. And if I didn't get invited by Jimmy Stanley himself to not only play with him, who I've been a fan of, but also to play with Phoenix and another gentleman, and I'm the worst, dude. I'm the worst because I know their music, don't know their names. But what are you gonna do? Maybe they'll never listen to this. Maybe this will be our little secret. We can keep that our dirty little secret. Don't tell any of the songwriters you know in Nashville that I don't know them by their name, but I know them by their music. Dirty little seat, dirty, dirty little secret. Brown, brown, brown. Whatever, however that song goes. Um, it's funny because I know Jimmy, but I don't know his music, really. But Nana and I would sit in her living room when my parents were gone. I was alone. And I didn't have a lot of friends. And I wanted so badly to just make it to the next chapter of my life. And I knew that, that was it. Her and I would sit there and we would like plan it. 12, 13, 14 years old. I would watch that show on repeat and like go back through the reruns and, and learn and take notes. Places to go play. And I, I'm sure that notebook is still laying around somewhere in my parents' house. If it didn't get thrown away. Because my parents kind of just like throw away stuff like that. And I don't blame them. They're just that kind of people. I'm that kind of person. I, I throw away all my memorabilia. I don't keep anything to remember. Which is another reason why I started this podcast. But if we're being frank, like... You know, I swore when I moved to Nashville... This sounds dramatic, and everybody's got this story too, so forgive me, but like, this one's mine that I'm telling to you if you want to listen. I fucking hate all of these drivers. I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. Uh, and I also fucking hate you the most, Mr. Iowa Ford F-150 fucking single cab looking ass with this goddamn gas station fucking wannabe Oakley ass ball cap on the dashboard like me but I'm a 25 year old woman that wants to attract young men and not a fucking 55 year old married man that's balding uh, <laughs> that was ruthless I don't mean any of that but that was fucking funny I have roasted somebody like that before that I didn't mean it to and I was practicing in case I ever have to do it again. I can get mean as fuck, dude. And honestly, if you're that person, I don't mean any of those things. That guy's probably a nice guy, but he doesn't know how to fucking drive. And neither does this Subaru. Nor does this other Ford. I guess in the middle of Iowa, when you're cutting clear across the country, 
from one side of it to the other. I guess, I guess the left lane, which is supposed to be the fast lane everywhere else, is the uh, fucking slow lane. That's the let's build our, ourselves up a fucking traffic line. And not get around each other or get on the road. Get moving on down the line. So anyway, yeah, playing the Bluebird and so excited. Um, I swore I wasn't going to play it until I got invited to play it. And that could have been anybody. Anybody could have invited me to play the Bluebird at any point in time in the last eight years. And something like divine timing. Sorry if the volume just got so loud, by the way, for me driving faster because these interstates and construction make a louder noise. Hopefully you can hear me better though as far as like my voice goes. So I'm holding it, holding it closer. This fucking Honda dude that, that, that's been stuck behind a truck forgivingly, like he was stuck behind another truck, but now he's just, he did the whole thing where he slowed all the way down to like 60 because he felt like I was too close to him and really I, I wasn't, I just, anyway. That tractor trailer's pretty loud, hold on, get around him. Get around this stupid Honda and I'll continue with my story. Thanks for being patient. Oh, so any hooser, uh, <laughs> could have been anybody that invited me at any point in time. And instead, it was Jimmy. From that show. That centers around that venue that I used to watch with Nana. We made a plan. And I'm pretty sure I promised her. And also, in divine timing, because that's the only way that I can, I can graciously accept, because there's no changing it at this point, but of course also in divine timing on the other end of the pendulum, not only will she not be there, but she also won't, she wouldn't, she wouldn't remember anyway. And I'm not even sure she'll remember that I, I, I made it. And I just barely missed it. I just barely missed. How silly, right? Like, I just barely missed the last little semblance of memory that she'll have. If this had happened, if I got to play the show in April, she probably could have made it. And there's no sense in weighing on it any longer. I don't I don't think I ever want to communicate that again. I'll probably listen to it to heal. But boy, like that's that's a want. But then, actually, <laughs> wait, but actually, though, I want that, right? Like, that's a want. That that hurts my chest. That makes my head hurt. It makes me want to cry. I wanted it so bad. But then I think, well, I really want Carol Brenovo coming to Nashville. I'm not sure I would have fun while it's happening. It would be... 
amazing to have that memory and to have that experience come full circle live and in action but what I really want I'm going to stop at this gas station what I really want Carol in Nashville and babysitting so there it is folks that's me that's the way my brain works that's the way my brain works I think of dramatic things and then I fucking smash them that's how my brain works Casey's or loves I think we're gonna do a Casey's you wanna know why on account of it being a right turn if I wanted to go to loves have to make a left turn sir your britches are all the way down to your nuts the bottom of them too love that love that you could just pick your britches up I also don't like how in Iowa they've got an extra like fuel thing that's not 87 it's 88 it's even cheaper I don't understand the grades but what are you gonna do I'm gonna sign off of here. I might come back on. I really just have to get all that off my chest. That Stephen Paul song. Get this off my chest. And um, I hope you guys are enjoying your day. I might even put this out like a half week early because there's so much to talk about. And I don't want it to be two hours long. So I may even just like make this one an Easter egg again. We'll see. Signing off. <laughs>